Omar, I've really, really enjoyed this interview. And I've asked you loads of interesting and difficult questions. Do you have any questions for me? I'm curious about your background. What What do you call home? I agree with the notion that home is wherever important people are. But I also feel like I have a home in places that have been a home for me in the past. I still feel like I can enter those places and feel this connection to them. And I could, I'd, be, I'd still be very happy to move there for a few months and work from there. I feel like I have a, a home in Oakville, Ontario, where I have lived, lived for most of my childhood. But as a kid, I also lived in Walnut Creek, California, in Oshawa. And I still feel very comfortable in these places. And I still think about them a fair bit. As a young adult in my undergrad, it was co-op. So I moved every four months. So I lived in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. in Calgary, in the a remote village in the Dominican Republic. And I still feel like I have a home in these places. Whenever I'm fortunate enough to go back, I still feel comfortable. I still feel loved and seen. That's great. That's, that's really nice. Uh, I love that feeling. Yeah. Um, and then the other question I had for you is, and it's, it's a bit deeper and more personal, Rufin, so let me know if you you're okay with it but mental health the pandemic has shifted our mental health for the worse i don't think anyone can i may be wrong of course but i don't think anyone can say that you know the pandemic has actually made them uh, healthier with respect to their mental state and emotional state for you you know what have how has it affected you and what are you doing to keep yourself healthy at times? Um, let me see if I can break that down into two different parts for you. So how it's affected me and what I'm trying to do, uh, do about it. Mm-hmm. How it's affected me, I think what you would expect. Feelings of loneliness and sadness, not being able to work together in person to see friends and family in person. Mm-hmm. I think that brunt of emotional um upheaval has been the worst of it for me uh i think i'm really fortunate that there have there were no huge financial or other kind of heavy things that could have tipped the emotional scale even worse Mm -hmm. so i think i think just the sheer lack of social and in-person um connection has been very difficult Mm -hmm. i think how i'm trying to deal with that so I think my approach has varied over the year. Um, so we're recording this towards the end of November 2020, and my approach was very different in March versus May versus August versus now. Um, I have a pretty robust daily routine that I did every day before the pandemic. So that daily routine, I think, has continued to serve me throughout the pandemic. Things like meditating and writing in a journal and writing down things I'm grateful for every day and reading and some kind of exercise. So those things have continued to help me. In the summer, a lot of walking outside really, really helped me. And just the time being outside is actually what triggered me to want to move to Vancouver next year. Just so actually just so I can keep being outside. (laughs) The podcast, I'm kind of nervous for the day when, when people figure out that the idea for the podcast was, yes, to be of service to this community, but also to help me. Um, 
having interesting conversations with people every week for the next year really, really helped me and helped me to stay engaged and stay happy. And, you know, if I didn't take care of myself that week, there's no way I could show up for a guest every on a weekend and make them feel comfortable enough for them to share a bit of themselves with me. So um, I think the podcast has been great for my mental health as well. That's awesome. That's really, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you've found ways of dealing with the times, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's not, it's not easy.